Hello there, and welcome to the Stay Off My Lawn podcast, where we'll have a little fun, lots of laughs, and discussions on the common sense that needs to be applied to a lot of today's world news issues. And now, the disclaimer. Stay Off My Lawn is not intended as legal, medical, or financial advice. Void where prohibited, no purchase necessary to win. Open to legal U.S. residents 18 or over in the contiguous 48 states. Any resemblance to anyone living or deceased is purely coincidental. Actual price may vary. Only use as directed. Not a member of FDIC. And now, here are your hosts, Mike and Richard. Okay, welcome to this week's edition of Stay Off My Lawn. It is May 9th, 2023. How are you doing, Richard? I am just loving life because the alternative sucks. So I'm <laughs> loving life. I'm just hating life. Mm, that, that could well, be life a, period is kind of a good thing. Yeah. I like being this side of the grass. So, well, you, know. you know, breathing has its advantages. Uh, uh, maybe not for other people. <laughs> Why are you still breathing? <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, anyway, you, you, you can get archive shows. Uh, just want to remind you, you can get archive shows at stayoffmylawn.us. Email us at soml at duck.com. Uh, and there's a phone number, too. You can, you can find that. I say it too fast. I get in trouble. Anyway, you can go, you can go to Google, Spotify, iTunes, iHeart, and, uh, and find us there, as well as all these other, there's probably 20 different podcast platforms we're on. So anyway, uh, if you have missed a show, you can find them there all there so and we are we are informatively funny that's right informatively (laughs) funny because we want the on the upper echelon to uh enjoy our podcast as well as the fratty (laughs) boys the fratty boys The the non Bud Light drinkers, uh, yes. the, the, you know. The, um, oh gosh, what was it? What, what was it we were just talking about? You said, oh, say you somebody had told you to sound more rich. Yes, to sound yeah. That's the only one. <laughs> only I had to cancel. It's like I don't know how to sound like a rich American. What do you want it to sound like? Oh yeah, me and Muffy. Oh, we're having such a good time. Have you heard the Stay Off My Lawn podcast? Oh, it's informatively funny. I'm telling you, it's all gas. Anyway, speaking of gas, we need to set this on fire. But yeah, it's uh, it, it, I don't know how do you sound more rich. It's sort of like sounding more tall, or uh, yeah. yeah. Don't know. That was one I just went. I I don't know what you think exactly. a rich American sounds How like. subjective no is that? Could you sound yeah. more like you're losing your hair? No, I I, I sound like that anyway. So I, I, was uh, it supposed to be an oil baron? <laughs> Why, yes, we have drilled many holes and we are well off right now. See, is that, that a is that American? Be, I don't know. They, they need to be more descriptive. Did Did you ever get to what they wanted? Did you ever? No. No? I mean, literally, I tried three <laughs> times, so it's like three strikes and you're out. I just went, I've given you all I got. I have no idea what you're looking for. I tried different things on. So it was like almost nine different <laughs> voices and takes and trying to sound. And it was, uh, yeah, it didn't. It didn't help. We're going in another direction. This chap obviously <laughs> doesn't get it. So <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Oh boy. That's still one of my funniest ones is like you, you want I need to sound more what? <laughs> oh gosh. Well, you know, so, we, see, I'm not wealthy. That's why I couldn't sound that way. I, I have mean, no idea. We have no experience. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how that sounds though. It just doesn't seem like your voice would change, but you know, who knows? <laughs> uh, there's a lot of idiots on TV that are absolutely rich that sound like absolute dummies so i mean yeah. uh i'm trying to remember the one guy's name i can't think of it used to be uh kim kardashian's boyfriend or husband or something but anyway he's on all these taco bell commercials now and it's like he's just such a, a blooming idiot I, I don't understand i'm sure he's 10 times richer than you and i put together uh but oh, he, but, Lord, yes, but he sounds like an idiot um but yeah. anyway so anyway, we've got a few stories that we uh, we want to get to real quick. Oh yeah, that's right. We're supposed to talk yeah. about stories we, we today. Do, I'm yeah. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> we do once in a while. I mean, it's it, sometimes it's <laughs> just a stream of consciousness. Uh, but but this this time, <laughs> sometimes yeah. it's a very narrow stream right. too. It's a you know it's a it's a stream sort of like you know at four in the morning. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's terrible. I oh, learned about stream wow. of consciousness in, in high school. I had never heard that term before. And I remember they said we had to sit there for, I think it was probably five, 10 minutes and just do a, and just write whatever came to your head. I'm thinking, well, that's dangerous. <laughs> even, <laughs> even at 15 to 16 years old, I'm thinking this is probably not a good thing. But I mean, you, you didn't have to turn it in or anything. You just had to sit there and write. And I'm like, I don't know. I think the girl in front of me has got really, you know, but yeah, I mean, you could, <laughs> Or if you're a Bud Light drinker, the guy in front of me really has a, you know. <laughs> yeah, a 16-year-old with those hormones going. <laughs> exactly. It's a- I, I, I took typing class just so I could sit around the, the good-looking girls. I mean, it's really, I mean, talk about talk about raging hormones. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh, the wife drove school bus, and that was the worst group when she had to drive uh, for a couple of years for uh, the junior high. Oh boy. When they were, because things are starting to go, and then they're feeling their hearts go, oh, they're a pain in the ass. Anyway. She probably got hit on and didn't even tell you about it. <laughs> this 12 year old asked me out today. I don't understand. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, back to our show. <laughs> back to our regularly scheduled show, which is not in progress yeah, yet. Is, not yet. Not yet. This is kind of the pregame pregame because we already had a pregame hour and a half that we talked before. So I think we've covered uh, that's everything. Like so a couple old ladies at the coffee clutch. Yep. It, it could be. That's all, folks. I mean, because I'm really pretty much talked out. Um, <laughs> we, we do have a few things. Uh, whistleblowers are coming forward. Last week, an FBI whistleblower provided evidence to the House Oversight Committee that Joe Biden Joe Biden, our Uncle Joe, our sweet Uncle Joe, such a nice guy, uh, when he was vice president, was accepting payments from foreign nationals in exchange for policy decisions. <laughs> I do love that, that part, though. Um, here's, here's a clip. Uh, it sounded, this is what it sounded like when it broke on the news. And the House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer says that he's issued a subpoena to the FBI in a letter that he and Senator Chuck Grassley have sent to Attorney General Merrick Garland and FBI Director Chris Wray. They write that a, quote, highly credible whistleblower says the Justice Department and FBI have a form that, quote, describes an alleged criminal scheme involving then-President Biden and a former national relating to the exchange of money for policy decisions. It's been alleged that the document includes a precise description of how the alleged criminal scheme was employed as well as its purpose. Now, Comer and Grassley provide no information on the identity of the whistleblower, what specifically they're alleging. In short, it's a subpoena for a document that an unidentified whistleblower says exists and shows illegal activity. It is unclear yet how the Justice Department will respond. We have reached out. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> More to come. That- <laughs> <laughs> well, you you have that, and uh, uh, there's other stuff that has come out uh, recently that's uh, not been talked about between that and guess who owns a neighboring island down uh, in the uh, area of where Epstein was. We'll just leave it at that. And there's just more things that just keep happening, and it's, uh, you know, you're going to the the crooked FBI, you're going to the crooked CIA, you're going to the crooked Department of Justice, Justice yeah. which is all weaponized against the American people now. What good is this going to do? I don't get it. You know, if they covered up, I and you, you mentioned Epstein is a very good point. It's like, you know, that out of all the things that you you would think that would have come out by now, uh, that the list of the people that have been, of course, the, the head of the CIA has been uh, associated with Epstein. He's been to the the, the infamous townhouse three times now, uh, back, back when uh, Joe Biden was vice president. Um, but, you know, I think the reason we haven't seen that client list, because the client list are people in power that are not going to allow that kind of thing to get out. Yeah, and it's, uh, like you said, uh, all, better all than our military secrets. All, <laughs> yeah. All those alphabet agencies, though, they're all, they're all in the, uh, they're all in the, in the lap of, of Joe Biden. Yeah, there's, which, there's just too much stuff that's not, not going well at the moment. And, uh, another issue with the whistleblowers, there was somebody that was about to, um, testify in front of Congress and they just magically disappeared. Huh. Yeah. I wonder what happened there. It's uh, it's it's pretty interesting. I mean, well, at least had they didn't. Vacation? At least they weren't in their thirties and they had a heart attack in the middle of Washington D.C., which 
happens all the time, especially if you make uh, certain politicians mad, which I don't want to. Hillary, I no. love you. Um, but it, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. Just yeah. a lot of quinkadinks there. Speaking of corruption, you know, the old uh, the old COVID thing keeps all these things keep cropping back up. I feel like we go over the same stories, uh, but there's there, but then there's, another one shows up. It's exactly. Like, what? New stuff keeps coming out. You know, Jordan Peterson was recently interviewing uh, a former candidate for Minnesota governor and former Minnesota state senator and longtime family physician, Dr. Scott Jensen, about the things that he witnessed uh, during our now uh, infamous pandemic. And this is what he had to say. I received an email from the Department of Health with a link to the CDC advising me as a physician that they were going to adjust the way death certificates were completed. What did adjust death certificates mean? They said in this document, if you think that COVID-19 was a contributing condition, you can put it down as a cause of death. And I said, no, there's a box two on a death certificate called contributing conditions. That's where you put contributing conditions. If it's emphysema, if it's asthma, influenza, we put it in the contributing conditions box. We were being told with this disease, we could put it as a cause of death. And you wonder why people think that these numbers have been inflated. You compare us to other countries. And, they were huge. And plus, we had there was that financial incentive that they don't talk much about anymore, that, that uh, they got like $3,000 or some kind of ridiculous amount of money if they had that cause of death for, with, a, with a, a death. Yeah, there, there was a big brouhaha here with one of our uh, major hospitals that someone died in a car wreck and they put it down as a COVID death. You see? Yeah. And, and our friend Charlie Toro told me a story about uh, down in Florida that there was a guy that was doing, it was on his roof doing something and he got struck by lightning, fell off his roof and died. Well, they tested him for COVID and it ended up being a COVID death. It's <laughs> like, not only did he like break him, break himself in half when he fell off the roof, but he was struck by lightning, but he was probably one of the many people. And maybe I was part of that. Maybe you were part of that, that might've had COVID that didn't have any symptoms. Uh, there was a lot of people that didn't have any symptoms. Uh, if you were relatively healthy and you got COVID, you know, you you felt puny for a couple of days, and that was about as far as it went, if if that. So, well, I mean, and those tests were not very accurate either. No. Then that finally came out, the, the P, PCR. P, PCR. PCR test, yeah. 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 They, they were not, they couldn't tell if you had a cold or if you had the flu or if you had COVID. It well, was... The, they went, eh, you might have something. The common cold is a coronavirus. Uh, and, and I think a lot of the flu is a coronavirus. So, I mean, uh, yeah, they, they couldn't decipher whether you had. No. And, and, and I've had uh, good friends that had boxes upon boxes of test kits in their right. house so that, oh, I'm feeling bad. They'd run, go take a test right quick. It's like, okay. Did you feel uh, the need to do sick. any of that? No. <laughs> no. Me we neither. had it and knew, uh, didn't. Did we go to the doctor? No, neither one of us did. No, no. We took the stuff that we normally do, and I mine was kind of minor. The wife's was, she had a very, very high temperature for like uh, not even one day, but it was a, a few hours, and then thank God it broke. But uh, she was about to go into the hospital. I would have taken her, but then we would have been in lockdown. And Yeah, yeah. we're in an area where <laughs> nobody hardly ever wore a mask, and uh, we got it from some Good people that were fully faxed and have had it now three times. <laughs> Some of the most sick people that I've I've known have been double vaxxed and double boosted, and they've caught COVID several times. Uh, so I mean, and and they have had some evidence that having the vaccine actually makes you more susceptible to to multiple infections. It screws with your immune system. Exactly. Period. It's, it's like, in, no, I don't want that. Thank you. No. I, I think that's where a lot of us came down to as far as not wanting the vaccine is that, you know, when you start messing with your RNA, if you know anything about DNA and RNA and how all that works, and the last thing you want to do is fool with that. I, I, I don't understand uh, how that's a good idea. And of course, uh, our, well, our, uh, what's the latest thing on that now is they're saying that it will actually, it's starting to... Um, come into the brain and is settling there. That's not a good thing. No. That's all you're going to start hearing about strokes here before too long. Cause all those, that, that jelly substance that it ends up messing with stuff, something's got to happen. 
Well, like so that's the latest that's going around. Yeah, like we said, whenever you mess with RNA, it's not going to stay in one place. That goes all the way through your body, and it's going to attach itself to wherever it decides to attach to, whether it's your brain or your heart or whatever. I mean, it's just it's just a bad idea. And of course, it was Dr. Robert Malone. We've talked about him in the past. He was one of the yeah. developers of, of the mRNA delivery system, and when when he spoke out against it, they canceled him. I mean, they, they squashed him like a bug, and it, it took a long time for him to kind of gain any traction to where he was even interviewed by anybody else. So, yeah. Um, and well, the latest thing is just happened uh, in since we uh, did our podcast last week is, uh, and I forget this lady's name that was just a, all she was was a mouthpiece for the CDC. Oh, she has uh, stepped down w- saying, I've done what I needed to. Yeah. Rochelle Walensky, I think is what her name was. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. She is uh, no longer there. So, I used to believe the CDC would say something. You go, oh, dear, we've got something happening. Now it's like, you've cried wolf too much. Forget it. We're not listening. Nobody's listening to them anymore. These people who are called themselves scientists or the people who are are the experts. I mean, that to me, red flags go up now. So I don't, I don't yep. even, uh, I don't even listen. Hey, we're up against a break already. I can't believe it already. Uh, so when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit. <laughs> I've got an interview with uh, from Dan Abrams, the guy from Live PD. Uh, he he did an interview recently, and I just thought it was a funny clip. So we're going to start off with that one when we come back. Uh, so hang in there. We will be right back. You're listening to the station that plays all the '80s hits all weekend. Um, I think you've got the wrong script. I I do. Oh, oh no, not another podcast. Okay, stay off my lawn. We'll be back in just a moment. How how was that? Oh, a work of genius. Hi, I'm Jimmy Buffett. Save the Manatee Club has helped to protect imperiled manatees and their aquatic habitat for decades but there's still more work to be done. Threats from cold weather, red tides, pollution, and boat collisions continue to take their toll on the manatees. So let's work together to safeguard the manatees and the places they call home. Be the friend they need. Visit savethemanatee.org. Thank you. All right, we're back. Segment two of Stay Off My Lawn. Uh, How you doing? Um, Anyway... (laughs) <laughs> our, I'm doing our, fine. Our How first, are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm just doing. <laughs> that was even creepy to me. Ew. <laughs> I need to take a shower. I'll be right back. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, the House recently passed, speaking of creepy, recently yeah. passed a bill uh, to ban biological men from playing women's sports, of course, also known as trans women. Uh, but you know, and, and you noticed one thing. Who didn't vote for that? In the house, um, not one single Democrat, not one. It was strictly party lines. All Republicans voted for it. Not one Democrat uh, voted. Uh, they they could care less about women. And I'm sorry, this stuff we've talked about all the issues with men playing in women's sports. It's not equal. I don't care if you want to no. pretend to be a woman. You still have the muscle structure. You still have everything there. That's not fair. I mean, you've got, sure. what is it? Uh, a woman is the, the best swimmer in the NCAA. You've got, uh, I mean, a man, yeah. sorry, a trans, whatever. And then you've got uh, the best power lifter is a trans oh, man. who was, and both of these people were mediocre at best in men's stuff. Uh, what was the other one? Dad, Bernard, I forgot. There, there was, was a cyclist one. That, uh, that decided. Yes, the cyclist. That's what it was. And you also had a woman of the year was a man. Yeah. Women, do you do you want to be relegated to the back porch again? Because uh, you want to be in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant because these guys can't be pregnant. So I, th- I think that's what kind of gets me. It's like, how in the world do you how in the world is this political? I mean, this just is, and, and you it. and I have talked about this since we started this podcast, is that yeah. uh, it's all about common sense. And how in the world does one party seemingly abandon common sense, just crumple it up and throw it in the trash? Because this makes no common sense. I don't care who you are. And I know a lot of younger people have bought into all this because they've been programmed that way. But I, I just don't understand how anybody, male or female, thinks this is a good idea. I don't understand. Well, and, and, and the old, uh, somebody put an adage on there that if you take, um, 110 people are on a, a deserted Island that has everything you need to sustain <laughs> yes. and whatever in 50 years, you'll have a thriving community to a hundred women and 10 men. You'll have a thriving community. Mm-hmm. 
However, if you put a hundred women and 10 trans women on there, you'll have 110 bones down the road that are a hundred women and 10 men. Yeah. Yeah. And because be- your skeletal structure, even your skeletal structure will tell anybody who's looking things up. Archaeologists can say, oh, well, this was a woman and this was a man. They can tell that of course. when they're digging these things up and you go, how? Well, the hips are different, right. period. The pelvis is a different shape. Absolutely. It's it's made for babies. It's made for protecting your insides for of a woman. It's different. So when you're down to nothing but bones, you're still a guy. Nobody knows what you were before. Doesn't you make any difference. You can't change biology because you've got some kind of opinion or if you've got some kind of, in my, in, in, from from the way it was up until about 20 years ago, you had a, a mental illness, which is gender dysphoria. Um, it would, it, it doesn't change biology. And I think it was Charlie Kirk that asked somebody that one time. It's like, it was a, it was an EMT that was asked, asking a question. He oh. says, look, if, if you go, if you go on a, on an EMT call and there's a, there's a biological man that's calling himself a woman that says that he is going through uh, a miscarriage, would you check him to make sure he's going through a miscarriage? And it's like, and it shut everything up. <laughs> it's like, he just stood there and stood there and what, uh, uh, well, No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there you uh, go. <laughs> there you go. It's like, you know, I, if you're an EMT, you're going to have to, you could lose your job by saying, well, yes, I would. <laughs> no, you won't. <sighs> what the hell? I don't get it. So yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just biology. There's hems and hers. And the mm-hmm. only ones that I know that aren't is worms are hermaphrodites. And, and, you know, humans can be too, but it's so, so infrequent it's that it doesn't. Godly yeah, rare. It's not, it's yes. not even well, on the chart. that's why there's a term for it. It's a hermaphrodite. Right. Right. And, uh, yeah, that's not what these others have, but no. all these men that want to go and beat women, how does that make you feel? Oh, yay. You beat some women uh, yeah. or you tied a woman. That's, uh, she didn't actually lose to her. She. Uh, oh, that's right. Tied. Riley Gaines tied her. That's right. Yes, tied. And but, they, well, we're going to have to give the him trophy the, to him. The trophy yeah. Yeah. or the him, her, whatever. Whatever it is. The trophy. And why? Well, it's for, you know, publicity. It's like, okay, America's finally had enough. Just ask Budweiser. America's had enough of this crap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, you're right. But, and they're, and they're still tanking. They're, they're, you, you were telling me earlier that you've yep. been watching the stocks. Uh, yeah, everything it, it went up because you have, you know, people, that's what you do is you buy while it's low and then you sell when it's high. Well, they bought it while it was low thinking most of these, um, deals where they go out and they boycott product and whatever, and eh, they fizzle after a couple right. of weeks. Everybody has a much, short memory. Of, of, yeah. And that's stuff. what they were doing was just lying low for a couple of weeks, thinking it'll go away. Every week has gotten almost exponentially worse and worse. So the stock when it originally happened, dropped like $5 billion. I mean, the bottom fell out. And then people, as they do in the stock market, go mm-hmm. in and buy the stock because, hey, this is a good price for uh, AB. I won't say what some are calling and how they're at the moment, <laughs> but I want to keep our stuff going. Yeah, let's not get thrown off but the air today. So Yeah, they're just, they're, I've heard some poor, some very bad derogatory terms that they're using for Bud Light. So we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> But anyhow, the stock rose because these people went and bought the stock because it was a good deal. It got to the peak and yet, and then they hear another week and now it's almost five coming up on six weeks that this boycott has been happening. They can't give it away. What happened to the stock? Drop like a lead rock yeah, again. Yeah. They went, yeah, I'm getting out before the getting out's not good. Yeah. So they bought it low. It went back up again for a little bit because a lot of people were buying it. And then they went, uh, that's still going on? Yeah, we're not going to buy that. <laughs> and it dropped like a lead rock. Okay. And then that idiot who's the CEO of InBev, him and the CEO of the North American InBev, both of them, why don't you just throw gas on the fire? All this stuff with uh, putting women down, I don't understand that. There's a reason they're called the fairer sex, and I think women are awesome. Yeah, I have had three girls, and they've all done very well in life, and they're independent. They work hard. They've got wonderful families. What the hell's wrong with that? I mean, at the very least, they're great to look at. I mean, if you want (laughs) 
look at it that way. But, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm totally with you. I, I don't understand that the whole, um, why they decided not to even just eat a little bit of crow and come out there and said, look, we screwed up. We shouldn't have done this. We forgot who our, our who our uh, customer base was, uh, you know please buy our product again. You know, we're sorry. We won't do, do that again. I mean, nothing. There's no, no mea culpa, no, no, nothing. They just don't care. Uh, yeah. And they've, they've stopped saying that the, the two uh, marketing execs, the, the, the one gal and her boss said, well, they're taking a leave of absence. <laughs> no. Now they're just saying they were given a leave yeah. of absence. They AKA have stopped being saying they're fired. Thinking. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they were uh, asked to take a leave of absence and they were forced to take a leave of absence and they won't be back. We need to look and them up Alyssa, on LinkedIn and see where they're at now. Whatever her name is, uh, saying that probably did as much or more damage than having uh, Dylan Mulvaney doing stuff when she starts calling your people, your clients, who your customers who buy your product, you're calling them fratty and that they have uh, inappropriate humor. And, and it's like, okay, then I don't need to buy your beer. Um, another instance of it, I think I was telling you about earlier, was a guy was just doing a, a sample. He bought a bunch of beer, big, mm. huge cooler, filled it full of the same amounts of Bud Light, um, Michelob Ultra, why people don't know that doesn't come from Budweiser. I don't know. And Yingling. And so obviously this is on the East Coast somewhere. Filled it all up. Had a sign said, free beer, help yourself, take whatever you want. And he came back three hours later and the cooler is clear full of nothing but Bud Light. He couldn't <laughs> even give it away. Yeah. I mean, it, it, nobody wants to walk around with a Bud Light in their hand. <laughs> oh, no, because you will be... <laughs> You will be called some of the derogatory names that I've seen online. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, I didn't know he was a Democrat, you know, whatever, you know. <laughs> but uh, but it's 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 it is funny. It's just fun. well, I don't know. Speaking speaking of uh, of uh, of uh, genitalia, I guess. Um, <laughs> Dan Abrams from I Live- want to segue. That was that was about as I, smooth as a dirt road. That was nice. I, see, see. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm working on my segues. Uh, Dan Abrams, who from Live PD fame. I guess he's got he's got another show now. It's very it's just like Live PD. I forgot what it's called. Uh, on Patrol Live, that's what it is. It's on Friday and Saturday nights. He does the same kind of thing. Anyway, he was recently interviewing uh, Jeffrey Tubin, the old CNN anchor that uh, was <laughs> like caught on a Zoom call doing something he probably shouldn't have been doing. If you don't know what it is, you Google, Google it. I'm not doing that to my computer, but uh, but <laughs> but anyway, he, it, let's just say he was caught with his so pants fun. down. <laughs> he was caught with his pants down on a Zoom call. And uh, so anyway, Dan asked him how all that went. And it, what exactly happened? Was it just you just left open the screen? I, you know, I'd rather not go into the, the, the grisly details. The only thing I'll say about it is I didn't know other people were, were on the Zoom call were watching. I mean, this was not an intentional act on my part. That, I, other than that, I'd rather uh, not, not go into the details. But I mean, that, that to me, for some reason, uh, that is important to, to get out. I think the main thing that important really, to that get is a, important. I, I think the main thing, main takeaway of this is that CNN did not see this as a fireable offense. <laughs> That's oh no, what, they fired him, but then they? they brought him back. Oh, yes, they, they fired him, him and brought him back. Oh, Why? I didn't know they ever fired him. Yes, it's but, like, are you kidding me? It's the you couldn't wait till the Zoom call was over. What the hell is wrong with you? I don't understand. And he's not a young guy. He's like my age. I mean, no. what are you thinking? What are you thinking? He wasn't. He just wasn't. It was like, <sighs> oh, hey, oh, it's my watch. Oh. Yeah, it's time now. I got three minutes. Let me do this. <laughs> what? Three minutes. Holy crap. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe. I mean, he might hurt himself. <laughs> He's got a cramp in his oh. forearm or something. But anyway, uh, and we've got one more before we go to break again. Uh, file this one under, tell me you think I'm a racist without saying I'm a racist. Uh, <laughs> New York City Mayor Eric Adams recently said that Texas Governor Greg Abbott sending illegal immigrants to five specific cities with black mayors and how bad that is. And, and you know, obviously the, the takeaway from that is uh, he thought that Greg Abbott was racist, but he came back out later. He says, I'm not saying he's racist, but sounds like that's exactly what he was saying. Um, 
But anyway, he said he was playing politics with people's lives and that the truth behind uh, all these migrants being shipped to these places, according to Greg Abbott and according to the mayor of uh, El Paso and the mayor of even uh, Denver, Colorado, has said that they're sending them to places that they, uh, they want to go. I mean, they've got family, other places. And so, I mean, it's, it's not just Greg Abbott doing this stuff. And actually, he's not even involved. Uh-uh. I mean, why not share with sanctuary cities? If you're going to say that you're a sanctuary city and you're going to take care of— if I, was a, if I was a migrant coming up from wherever, Yemen or wherever, they, <laughs> China, there's been a lot of Chinese nationalists coming oh, across, lot. too. They, they've had to find interpreters for the Chinese. <laughs> exactly. Because they're going, we don't have anybody here that speaks that language. That's not normally who comes over. So, so the world is sending people, and China's course. going, hey, here's a way for us to put a bunch of— uh, in full infiltrants, <laughs> what the hell word is that? That sounds right to me. I mean, yeah, <laughs> into the U.S., but, but yeah, why not? They think that that uh, these migrants coming up, uh, the illegal aliens, whatever they're called these days, I don't know anymore, uh, don't know about sanctuary cities. That's the when they ask, Where do you want to go? That's the first thing they know that I can go to this city and they will give me food, I'll get a place to stay, I'll get. You know, we're not doing that for our own people, but boy, they'll do that for them. Well, that's a safe Google search. If you can go in there and look for sanctuary cities in the U.S., there's over 100. And so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them. And, and they're all in what color of state? Uh, they're um, all uh, blue, maybe? It seems, yeah, seems they're, like they're blue. They're um, blue. <laughs> but I think that's where, you know, if I was coming in, uh, no matter where I'm from, if I know there's a sanctuary city that will give me free food, free shelter, oh, yes. uh, even a job in some cases, why wouldn't I? Why, why and they want to work, a lot of them, and that that's fine and dandy. No, you know, you want to come here and support and be part of the American dream. But a lot of them, then when you start giving people free stuff and free sustenance and free this and that where they don't have to work, looks what happened to our job market right now. Yeah. They're saying, oh, we made 250,000 jobs. No, you didn't. didn't make it's anything. just enough people run out of their unemployment or whatever, and they've run out of the savings that they put up living in mom's basement, and now they're going to have to get a job. Well, and and the thing is with Eric Adams, he, he's the one that's actually playing politics. He's accusing everybody else of playing politics, but he's playing this whole race card and everything where, you know, the, the top, I think 11 out of the top 12 cities in the country are are run by black mayors. So, I mean, why, why in the world would you not... Uh, he knows that. So, I mean, but he's, he's using this as a pawn saying, you know, uh, you know, there might be some racism going on here. It's like, <laughs> goodness what? For goodness really? Uh, it, it just, it, it annoys me when people do that kind of thing. Well, anyway, um, we're up against the bottom of the hour. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the global warming crisis or, or no climate change. <laughs> yeah. It's no longer warming. So yeah. it's just climate change. I, I forgot. Uh-huh. It, Bad Mike. Bad Mike. I forgot. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Hang in there. This is what happens when you mix opinionated old guys and microphones. Stay off my lawn. We'll be right back. The state of senior hunger is a sad one. According to Feeding America, because of this poor economy, seniors are experiencing food insecurity. They lack access to enough food to support a healthy lifestyle. This means seniors are at risk of not getting enough to eat. Many more are making tough choices between the nutrition they need and basic essentials, including prescriptions, paying for medical, rent, and utility bills. Hunger increases the risk of numerous health problems, such as asthma, depression, and congestive heart failure. So please, check into your state or local food bank and volunteer to help or donate food today. Help those who are the most vulnerable among us. All right, welcome back to Stay Off My Lawn. This is uh, segment three. We are all past the halftime mark, so we did. We had the cheerleaders, and we're all done with that. So, uh, but most we took of them, a locker room break, so we're good to go. Most of them were actual women, so I mean, it really was. It turned out well. Um, recently, recently, a congressman, a guy named Guy Rishen Taylor, Rishen Taylor. I don't know how to say his last name, but he's from Pennsylvania. He spoke to Congress calling out the climate change alarmists and their actions. And their actions, for most of us, speak much louder than their words. 
words. Here's what he had to say. I can tell you who we shouldn't trust. We shouldn't trust the so-called experts that the Democrats are infatuated with. Let's talk about some of the statements we've heard, some of the predictions from these so-called experts. Al Gore in 2006 said, and I quote, if you look at the 10 hottest years ever measured, they've all, they've all occurred in the last 14 years. And the hottest of all was in 2005. Within the decade, there will be no more snows of Kilimanjaro, end quote. Again, he said that in 2006, last time I checked, it was 2023 and we still had snow on Mount Kilimanjaro. Let's talk about Barack Obama and his predictions. In 2015, he said, and I quote, no challenge poses a greater threat to the future generations than climate change, end quote. When he left office, let's not forget that this man bought beachfront property in Martha's Vineyard while having the audacity to tell us that we're facing rising sea levels due to climate change. And again, bought <laughs> a, a beachside mansion in Martha's Vineyard. So spare me. But let's talk about another so-called expert that the left loves to talk about, Greta Thunberg. In 2018, she quoted, and I quote, a top climate scientist is warning that climate change will wipe out all of humanity unless we stop using fossil fuels over the next five years, end quote. You know, conveniently, uh, Greta Thunberg deleted that tweet this month. And why? It's because that was said in 2018. It's now 2023, five years later, and humanity is still, still around. As it is, but yes, humanity is still around. She had to delete well, we've that. We've talked tweet. about this before too. That you stop using fossil fuels. Okay, do they not understand that their coats, the nylon that's in there, uh, and she wears a lot of those puffy nylon coats, you know, with yeah. all the down in them and all that stuff. Um, the nylon that that's made with. Sorry, but <laughs> it's coming from it's petroleum. Got, it's got a lot of stuff from oil. We've talked about that before. It's like people just don't even realize there's cell phones in your hand. Half the stuff in your house has petroleum products in it. So My yeah. water bottle. <laughs> Probably. You're ingesting some uh, <laughs> a little bit of petroleum, a little bit of Saudi Arabia in your in your gut. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, that's where I'm getting that sand grit from. <laughs> but, you know, they, they, we were talking about this off the air. They, they've been coming down on her quite a bit, a little bit more anyway, oh. uh, because she she's grown now. And they paraded her out as a child because uh-huh. nobody in their right mind would attack a child and say, what are, you, what are you doing? You know, when you're 12 years old, people give you a pass. Well, she's yes, not 12 they, years they old They were pretty anymore. nice to her. Yes. yes, they were. Yes, and she's not 12 anymore. No, and then uh, she was recently caught just last year or the first of this year or something. It's not been very long ago no. where she was filming some stuff about see how bad the environment is, blah, blah, blah. It was all staged, yep. all of it. And somebody <laughs> was filming with their phone who was apparently she's not a very pleasant person to be around. They didn't care for her. So they, they filmed it. And uh, wow, all of a sudden she's just virtually disappeared yep. after that happened because, oh man, uh, you're an adult now. And wow, did she get feedback for that one? I think it was in, where was it? Germany? It was or in something? Germany. Was that right? Pretty, did pretty I have sure it right? it was Germany. Yeah. 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 It's like, Okay. <laughs> You're you're not a little girl anymore where no everybody would kind of give you a pass. Yes, okay, here you are. And it's just terrible. The world's coming to it. Give me a break. Oh, she's they so started cute. doing just this stuff so many years ago. But yeah, the, but it's that, ridiculous. But like you said, that's on purpose. They they bring her out and put her on yep. every TV channel in the in the in the world and let her and, and feed her whatever information you want her to to espouse and and there it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. A spouse, spew. you. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Spew was good. I like spew. I remember spew in the 80s. They used to say, oh, don't make me spew. Um. (laughs) Well, if if anybody's noticed, all this stuff is always every 10 years. Now, she got brave and gave one for five. Which has since really come back to bite her hard. Well, sure, sure. Well, I mean, but but that makes it when you when you go, to go for five. I guess they figured she was not going to be around in five because she'll be an adult and she'll be, every everybody will find out that she's a fraud. Um, but you know, five would would work because it's a little bit more alarming when uh, when you hear five rather than eleven. And normally they they go ten or eleven years. Normally is what they're all. Not you know. one of these predictions has come to fruition. Not, not a yet. single one since I was in high school when they really started pushing it more. There's been other things that go all the way back to the beginning of the 
uh, what is it, the, the 19th century and uh, 20th century, whatever. And um, so it just hasn't stopped. In high school, we were all going to be frozen to death right now. Oh, yeah. You couldn't grow any food because it was going to be nothing but an ice field. And we were all going to starve and there would be no fields. And it's like, what? I don't remember so, them blaming it on cars or or, or your no. your carbon footprint or anything like that. But the, uh, speaking of that, the Australian geologist, and I don't know this guy's name, but he was speaking about this just recently. And uh, he had something to say about the way the climate kind of ebbs and flows. We have been cooling down for the last 4,000 years. So if people say, oh, the planet's warming, well, <clears throat> it's all about when you start the measurements. If we look at the last 38 years, there has been no change in temperature. If we look in the last 150 years, we've had three warming periods and three cooling periods with a total warmth of about 0.6 degrees Celsius. Now, I wonder why it warms. I mean, 1850, what happened then? Oh, yes, that was the end of the Little Ice Age. Do you think it's going to warm or cool after a Little Ice Age? Of course it's going to warm. So if you start taking measurements from 1850 in the Industrial Revolution, we have been warming. If you take measurements from the medieval warming, we've been cooling. We've cooled about five degrees since then. If you take measurements from the Roman warming, we've cooled about five degrees. So as soon as someone tells you, oh, it's warming, the reply you give is, since when? (laughs) Since when? You know, he uh, there was a that came with that. There was a chart that I had not seen. I had not heard of the medieval warming or the Roman warming or any of that. But oh, he took it way back to to kind of undo all this spewing there. You like that? All this stuff that's been going on that is just false nonsense. The the Earth has been going around for a billion years. And I'm sorry, it has changed. What? We don't have dinosaurs anymore. What happened? Well, it cooled down. Exactly. It, it cooled down very rapidly, probably at that point. But yeah, yes. but still, I mean, it was, it, it, we're always moving. And if you look at that chart, and if we had a Facebook page, which Richard said promised he was going to do for us, um, I, I didn't make the uh, Instagram page either. So Go ahead, <laughs> I'm part stab of, me again. I'm Fine. True friends stab me from sorry. the front. I mean, uh, <laughs> but anyway, the, uh, the, the chart shows that that warming period during the medieval times was like, huge. And the, during the Roman times, it was, like you said, it was five degrees warmer back then. I had no idea that, that there were such big fluctuations in the last, uh, you know, a thousand years or whatever. It's, it's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been huge. And then we had the one three weeks ago, something like that, four weeks ago, maybe, uh, the gentleman that was, uh, uh, went and was talking to scientists down in Antarctica where Antarctica hasn't changed a hell of a lot. Uh, and they drill way down through the ice and get cores. And it's, I'm not a scientist, but they can tell when there was warming, when there was cooling, blah, blah, blah. Then go back like 200,000 years. Mm, there's some little fluctuations here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Fluctuations. That, 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 yeah. That's what it is. That's <laughs> what they called it. So. But yeah, I think that uh, Antarctica, they've actually shown that the uh, the ice sheet or the ice, whatever they call that, the, the, the big covering of ice has actually grown in the last 15, 20 years. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're not going to report on that because that flies in the face of their narrative. But uh, Well, that's kind of what they've, why they've done away with global warming because it's also doing the same thing. They were saying all the polar bears, they're all going to be gone. They'll just be nothing but ice up in the polar <laughs> ice caps in, in the North Pole. It's like, no, it's actually growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's freezing over and doing quite well. In fact, it's frozen over so much and gotten so much thicker that they can't even run the icebreakers don't work well up there anymore. They're having trouble with that. I hadn't heard that. I know that the, the uh, polar bear population is thriving. Oh, it's doing quite well. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Somewhere between 30 and 60,000 of them yeah. when they were saying there was only a handful. Yeah. No, they're, they're out there moving around. You mean they lied to uh, us? No. Yeah. And how about Greenland? Yeah. It's not getting green again. They're saying no. it's going to be an actual green island again. Yada, yada. No, it's not. It's the ice is increasing <laughs> there as well. The yeah. glaciers are getting bigger and the, it's coming farther down the mountains and whatever topography they have there, but it's getting thicker. 
So, uh, yeah, so that's why they did away with global warming because it wasn't working. There was too much evidence to the contrary that now it's just global change. Yeah, you don't want to paint yourself in a corner with warming. I mean, it, can, it could be anything. <laughs> it's fluctuating. It's global fluctuation. in a corner. See, exactly. I do it every time. That's why I don't paint. Uh, <laughs> and just to be clear, if you think we should go green with solar panels and wind turbines anyway, uh, you know, just, just because it's a good idea, here's what California resident and energy expert told the House uh, and 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 energy expert, it's easy for me to say, told the House Oversight Committee just last month. This is very important when we hear these bizarre claims of cheapness. Solar and wind cannot replace fossil fuels. So solar and wind are unreliable, intermittent sources of electricity, not all energy. Electricity, they can go to near zero at any given time, which is why they need near 100% backup. So when you have solar and wind, you can't just look at the price of the panels and the wind turbines. You have to look at the price of the backup. And this is why in California, where I live, in Germany and Denmark, you see skyrocketing electricity prices the more solar and wind you use. So they don't replace uh costs on the grid, they add costs to the grid. So it's just a total, it is a proven fiction that solar and wind are cheaper and replacements for fossil fuels. And they're increasing taxes in order to pay for all this infrastructure and 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 so it's going to cost everybody so much. It's already cost a lot of money. Um, and, and as a matter of fact, Senator Kennedy just recently uh, had some tough questions for a guy named David Kirk. You may not have heard of him, but he's the deputy secretary of the Department of Energy. And he didn't have really too many answers. I, we, we, oh, oh, this was awesome. We, I've heard that. Yes. Oh, I love this one. We, we love us some Senator Kennedy. So Yes. If it costs $50 trillion, as some of your colleagues have testified, to become carbon neutral by 2050. And I'm all for carbon neutrality, by the way. How much is that going to lower world temperatures? Or how much is that going to reduce the increase in world temperatures? So every country around the world needs to get its act together. Our emissions are about 13% of global emissions. Yeah, but if right you could now. answer my question, if we spend $50 trillion to become carbon neutral in the United States of America by 2050, you're the Deputy Secretary of Energy. Give me your estimate of how much that is going to reduce world temperatures. So, so first of all, it's a net cost. Um, it's what uh, benefits we're having from getting our act together and reducing all of those climate benefits. We're how, seeing. Let me ask again. Maybe I'm being. Right now. Maybe I'm not being clear. If we spent fifty trillion dollars to become carbon neutral by two thousand and fifty in the United States of America, how? How much is that going to reduce world temperatures? This is a global problem. So we need to reduce our emissions and we need to do everything we can. How much, if we do our part, countries. is it going to reduce so world temperatures? So we're, we're 13% of global emissions. You don't know, right do you? You don't know, do you? You can do the math. We need to. You don't know, do you, Mr. Secretary? So we're 13% of if global emissions. If you know, why won't you we tell went, me? If we went to zero, that would be 13%. You don't know, do you? You just want us to spend $50 trillion. And you don't have the slightest idea whether it's going to reduce world temperatures. Now, I'm all for carbon neutrality, but you're the deputy secretary of the Department of Energy, and you're advocating we spend trillions of dollars to seek carbon neutrality, and you can't, and this isn't your money or my money, it's taxpayer money, and you can't tell me how much it's going to lower world temperatures? There or you won't tell me? You know, but you won't? In my heart of hearts, there is no way the world gets its act together on climate change unless the U.S. leads. Tell me how much it's the going US to reduce. You, you can't tell me. Either that or you won't. <laughs> it speaks volumes, does it not? <clears throat> oh, yes. He All he was doing was giving double po speak political talk and... <laughs> <laughs> Kennedy was not having, I recognize doublespeak and that's not what I asked. I don't want to hear all this. Yeah, we've reduced probably, I do believe in pollution and all that and, and clearing up. We've cleared a lot of rivers and all that kind of stuff up in the U.S. You go to China and it looks like Los Angeles did in the, in the early 70s where you couldn't see across, you couldn't see two blocks. Well, heck, it remember, looks that way everywhere in China. Even back in the 80s, I remember them wearing masks in Beijing because it was like the, the smog and everything was so bad. Uh, and, right. and we talked about it last week that they're building new coal plants every month over there. So, I mean, yeah, that, that's the cheap because they're not stupid. That's who cares? We're going to pump this stuff up and it's cheap 
to do and it helps keep stuff the cost of things down and whatever we can't afford this crap anymore we just it's finally pushing to the point of we can't handle the inflation and all the crap because of doing away with this garbage yep yep i agree anyway uh draw from that interview what you will (laughs) which if you if you have any kind of common sense you're going to say something ain't right Something ain't right about that, boys. It's not right. Not right. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right. We're up against another break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, uh, big city real estate, uh, specifically San Francisco. So hang in there. We'll be right back. How would you describe the Stay Off My Lawn radio show and podcast? I, I guess informatively funny. We couldn't have said it better ourselves. We'll be right back. Mom, can I play in the street? Uh, no. Can I jump off the roof? No. Can I play with the chainsaw? (laughs) Absolutely not. Can I spend 20 hours a week for the next eight years playing video games, getting little of any exercise so my heart and lungs don't work properly, and I develop absolutely no social skills? Uh, I guess. There are some things that are just dangerous for your kids. Too much time playing video games is one of them. For help in getting your kids active, visit intermountainlive.org. Intermountain Healthcare. Healing for life. All right, welcome back to Stay Off My Lawn. You really need to listen to us in between the segments here. <laughs> it's even more entertaining. Um, it may oh, not gosh. be politically correct, may, but by God, it's entertaining. Sometimes it's, it's <laughs> totally inappropriate, but yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, if you're invested in or thinking about investing in big city real estate, you may want to think twice. For example, and here's just one example, San Francisco. Uh, According to the Wall Street Journal recently, one building on California Street, kind of the financial high-rent district of that city, uh, just down the street from Twitter, as a matter of fact, um, a building in 2019 was on the market for $300 million. And it's just hit the market again. And guess what it's selling for now? Oh, I would be surprised if it's over 200. It's at 60. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Talk so, about taking a bath yeah. and then a, it's a mud bath. Oh, ugh. A, a lot of those terrible. office buildings, people aren't coming back to work. You know, but the, the, the whole COVID thing threw a lot of those big cities into a turmoil. I don't think Atlanta has necessarily done that. But, you know, a lot of a lot of places there on the left coast is, is just kind of like people haven't gone back to work. Um so in anyway, and then there's businesses that have opened up within the city. Whole Foods just opened up like this hub type store. It was a really like a Costco-ish type Whole Foods, uh, mega store type thing. They opened about a year ago. And because of violence, among other things, like people defecating in the store, um, they had to close up. Uh, so, and this resulted in, get this now, 568 emergency calls to, I don't know whether it's 911, sometimes it's customers or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, 568 calls in 13 months. Uh, do the math on that. That's, that's a lot. In 13 months? That's more than that, one like a day. Almost that's, 10 a day? Yeah, one two, a day? Yeah, it's two about two a day, I think. Almost two a day, yeah. yeah. Almost two. So, Holy I mean, crap or doodles. You know, in a year, that's all the longer they were open. They said, no, that's, that's too much. Yeah, there's... Uh, uh, a lot of folks, uh, like you're saying, the financial district have their um, hub stores or whatever, or yeah. their their big fancy one that hey, we're doing this with all kinds of fancy schmancy stuff on the outside, right, graphics right. and yada yada yada. Yeah, they're closing down like one after another. And California is going, eh, we lost eight hundred thousand people. Eh, no big deal. <laughs> okay, well you're losing businesses that you are overtaxing that you think the business can just eat it. Well, you finally tax them to the point where they can no longer pass it on to the consumers because they're not the rest of the country. There are parts where they will import it in from somewhere else and they're leaving too. You got businesses going, that's a lot of money going out the door. And we talked about that last week. Even Reagan talked about the corporate taxes, how the the corporations don't absorb all that. They don't absorb hardly any of it. They never uh, have. They never have. And so it all trickles down. So if you're you're a big Starbucks corporation or whatever, and you're all of a sudden your corporate tax, I think I've read somewhere recently that the corporate tax in, in some places were uh, in the country, I think it was California, might be like 26%. And it's more than what China charges their corporate tax. So yep. I mean, <laughs> that, and I think you're right. That's pretty much right on is like, 
you, you can't charge them over a fourth of what their income is pretty soon. They don't have enough to expand and they're, they're, they're working simply to pay the taxes. That's when they go, yeah, we're going somewhere else. And they can't, um, I was telling you off air since we were talking about beer earlier, <laughs> go figure that, um, a rather um, it's still a mom and pop brewery, but it's not a little one. They've got a huge warehouse here where they're, they're making their beer. I mean, it's not like an Anheuser Busch, uh, but it's mother earth brewing is what it's called. They were in San Diego. They're not in San Diego anymore. Oh, they wow. came up here to the treasure Valley. It's for me, it's like eh, 35 minutes away. It's, I'm out in the country. So, but yeah, they up and left. That's a lot of money that just does, went bye-bye. Does Idaho have a uh, state income tax? Yes. Okay. I know that a lot of the, the the states that don't have state income tax, like Florida, Tennessee, Texas, and there's a few others, uh, those, uh, the corporations that are moving there are, uh, I mean, there's a lot of them. A, a lot of them, you know, Texas is, is taking a lot of them from California. Yes, um, a ton of them, because it's not that far of a move, and they can just drive right over top of New Mexico that also has uh leftists running things at uh, sure the, the prime rate in Albuquerque is just ungodly high. Isn't that it's crazy? stupid high. I In Albuquerque, from I, I've had friends that were from there from, uh, well, he was from Alamogordo, but he was telling me that, that Albuquerque is just a beautiful city. Oh, and, uh, very pretty there. Yeah. But, I, but uh, it, the, the crime rate just keeps climbing. Because like, they don't do anything about it. They some do the, the most, same thing California is doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and you know, it's the weather, the beautiful weather is just not enough to keep people there anymore. They're just, unless you're absolutely rich and can, and it's not a big deal to be taxed up the wazoo, then, then you know, that you stay. But I don't know. I don't know. It's it's just not, it's not sustainable. So No, they're, they're going to start running out of money because I don't know if you heard this week, but more, more taxes and more things are about to happen. They're going to have to increase them to give out something like 1.2 million to whoever qualifies. I have yet to see anything about what the qualifications are for the reparations. Oh, in San Francisco. I, I, you know, I, I heard well, a little bit. Not just San Francisco. Of, yeah. But the whole, the whole state. So they're. Oh, I didn't know about the it's state. Stu- yeah. It's, uh, it's in the, well, no, I could be wrong. Yeah. I, I was assuming what I read was for the whole state. So yeah. I could be. I, the one thing that I did read was San Francisco was going to give $5 million to a person to the, uh, to, and, and there was qualifications. You have to obviously you have to be black. You have to have lived there for 12 years. I think it is. And there's, there's a handful of things that you have to be because they don't want people just saying, showing up tomorrow and say, Hey, you know, here I am, uh, write me a check. And, and yeah. really they don't have anywhere near the amount of money in their coffers to pay $5 million a person to even no. 10 people. So, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, it's and and yeah, their coffers are getting thinner and thinner and yeah. thinner. Uh, and the same thing with the federal government giving stuff out uh, instead of uh, putting things back into Social Security, which us old folks kind of depend on that. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's not all my income, but boy, howdy, it would hurt a bunch to take a twenty percent, twenty five percent cut, whatever they keep BS saying. Do that, and that party will be gone. I know at one point I was kind of afraid it was going to be gone by the time I, I was eligible for it. And that, that still may happen. I've still got two more years. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I, that's why I'm going to start taking it at 62. You hear all these these uh, super smart wonks that, that say that, you know, you should should wait until you're 70. No, <laughs> no, because. <laughs> well, no, I am not waiting till I'm 70. And I beat the crap out of my body and I would change one no. five tenths of a second of it. Uh, I enjoyed my job. I enjoyed being out and about and, and working with people every day on the, on the good old laundry route. I don't care. Um, well, as far as social but, security uh, goes, I think they want people to, to put it off because one, chances are they'll die before they start collecting. And number two, because how many people, I mean, at 70, I think what the, the average age is now 76, 77, uh, uh average yeah, age so, of death. I mean, so yeah. you collect for seven years. I think that they're banking on that. And I think that, yeah, you might get more, but you get more for a shorter period of time. And in figuring out for me and for us and what we were doing and the way my body said, I just can't do that anymore. Uh, The different things that I I was doing is uh, it just made sense. And we've had a very comfortable up to this point in time. We're not well off, but we're 
doing okay. Yeah. And all this stuff talking about banks going and other things, it's kind of nerve-wracking knowing that all your stuff comes from the, either the government, which I'm tired of them saying entitlement. Yeah. It's not, you damn right I'm entitled to it. <laughs> I paid into it for 50 years. Um, I'm afraid about this digital currency. I don't know how that's going to work out, but supposedly yeah, something's like going to happen in July that that uh, that could cost us all very dearly. I, I, I just uh, don't know how it's going to work. That's another thing of ruining the U.S. That's just, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm not a yeah. not a fan of that either. Well, um, of course, now we now we've cheered you all up on on all that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't take this. Is, <laughs> oh wait, we still got more to go. We, we, we got to, it's just such positive news we have. Anyway, as most of you know, I'm an ex disc jockey. And I love radio. Grew up loving radio, and I think Richard has too. Um, but some car manufacturers recently have decided not to put AM radio in their newer model vehicles, and a lot of them are the EVs. But uh, it's not all EVs, I don't believe. Um, uh, but right now, there's an estimated 80 million regular listeners to AM radio. And it's kind of the only place that a lot of people get their their uh, their uh, weather reports or local uh, sports, you know, when their kids are playing high school sports or whatever. And, and of course, conservative talk, which I think that could be part of this issue. Um, I think you're right. Uh, you know, because they, they want to squelch 80 million people. They're just going to kind of, because there's a lot of areas where I live near Atlanta. As a matter of fact, we, you know, we have everything that's on AM, you can get on FM, but a lot of places aren't like that. You go just up the road to Chattanooga and it's not like that. You, you have to tune in to an AM station in order to hear any kind of conservative talk or, or whatever. Uh, not a lot of it is, is migrated to FM yet. Um, yeah, uh, we just had, believe it or not, just in the last year, um, our major uh, blowtorch of the valley, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, uh, an AM station's got 50,000 watts. That puppy goes like in a 300-mile radius almost. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. Well, they just finally went to FM, which doesn't cover as big of an area. No. So they are covered both AM and FM. Yeah, they need much more wattage in order for FM to cover. Yeah, it, it'll it never cover doesn't. 300 miles anyway, but yeah. Well, you were talking about the AM, <laughs> not just cars, but you got tractors out there that are out in BFE. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell you what that stands for. <laughs> uh, they're out there. And if it wasn't for AM radios, they'd get nothing. Kids, that means uh, out in the I, middle of nowhere, I, BFE. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, when I first moved out this way, other signals, TV stations, I could not get the CBS channel on the rabbit ears. Yeah. I couldn't. I, yeah. If we didn't get like a dish or a direct TV or something, we only got like a handful of stations. When they went digital, we've got now almost 50 channels on digital and it comes in just clear as a bell way out where I am. Yeah. See, if I can get that antenna on top of the roof or up in, into the attic, which is what I need to do. I just haven't done it yet, but then I, I will. I'll get like, I think we end up getting like 20 something. We don't get quite 50, but, um, but we'll pick up some from Chattanooga and some from Atlanta, but um, yeah, I mean, AM radio just seems like it's, it's just, it just seems wrong and maybe we're old, you know, I don't know, but it just seems. Well, seems I realize there's change and there's moving. When I was in high school, I can't remember the name. I cannot remember the name of the station, but it was 500 Watts. Oh, 500 I got a light bulb watts. bigger than your station. <laughs> it was terrible. And not, well, when it went to nighttime, I think it dropped down to like a hundred Watts. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, that's when we were saying, yeah, at night, uh, if you were driving much outside of the city or Twin Falls, you couldn't hear it anymore. I think they still it do that. Went, they still drop it once the sun goes down, you know. Yeah. Everybody, they're they're dropping the power. So They're banking on Tropo Scatter. Up. Look that one up, folks. Tropo Scatter. <laughs> so it'll it'll oh, work. What? It'll bounce off the troposphere. And that's that's why the AM, it bounces. I see. Uh, uh, yeah, that's true. It yeah, does. It has yeah. uh, long waves. But yeah, yeah I... I uh, Going to college and was out in the middle of nowhere, I could listen to radio stations from California up on a bluff, and I could hear old-time radio shows that they would do every once in a while. It was awesome. I'd find one. But it was a little disturbing when there was a lightning storm, because that would kind of get you going, because the radio would go, and now for the news. <laughs> 
Uh, you know, it, that means they're pretty close. It, it, it built your it built your, built your immune system, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but if you feel the same way about AM, uh, then you can actually do something about it. You can text AM to five two eight eight six. That's five two eight eight six, and you can send it. Actually, autofills a letter to Congress urging them to take action to keep AM radio in cars. It's totally free, uh, and, and it's just a, it's a service that I, don't, I, I can't even tell you who's doing doing it. But uh, I've seen this many, many places and I've done it myself. And like I said, once you text that, you get a link. It'll uh, it'll bring up uh, a website to where all you have to do is put your uh, email address in and it sends that letter to Congress. And maybe that will uh, that will help them make the choice of, uh, of keeping AM radio in cars. Um, and that number again, please. It, it is. five number again. <laughs> text AM to 52886. And uh, so anyway, it, it, it'd be uh, it'd be a, a positive thing. We should. Hey, uh, we do have a, a palate cleanser. Uh, and, and, <laughs> and, and, and there's a thing called regular math. There's a Boolean algebra. And then there's pizza math. <laughs> so here's pizza math. The waiter asks you if you'd like your large pizza that you've ordered yeah. into eight or 12 slices. What do you choose and why? Eight. Why eight? Because I won't be able to eat 12. You don't think you could eat 12? No. Yeah, because I can't eat the extra four. <laughs> what are you laughing for? Let me get this straight, yeah? You're telling me that you would order a large Hawaiian pizza and you'd have it cut into eight slices because you couldn't eat 12 of the same pizza. Yeah, because I can't eat the extra four slices, Brad. I'm not fat and gutty. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? You're not understanding what I'm saying. I'll have eight, yeah? Because I can't eat the extra four because that'd be too much for me. Yeah, I've got a large Hawaiian pizza. He asked me, Jenny, how many slices would you like that cut into? I say eight, please, sir. And then he comes back with my eight pieces. And you ask me, why have I done that? Because I can't eat the extra four bits. What is so hard to understand about that? But it's the same pizza, Jen, so it'd be the same amount, wouldn't it? How would it? It's four extra bits of pizza on my plate. <coughs> So would these eight slices be the same size as the 12 slices? Oh, I don't know. I don't cut a <laughs> pizza for a living, Brad. No, this is common sense, isn't it? Would they be the same size? Do I cut pizza for a living? No. <laughs> so how am I going to know if they're the same size or not? Do you measure your <laughs> pizza when you go to a pizza restaurant? But, so Jen, it's the same pizza. What are you not getting about this? You can't eat 12 bits, Brad, because I can eat eight, but an extra four would make me too full up. You're still eating the same pizza, so no matter what size, you, how many slices you get, it's still going to be the same, isn't it? No, because one's eight and one's 12. Oh, you're ridiculous. You're ridiculous. Oh, I don't get it. <laughs> one is eight and one is 12. You're not understanding what I'm saying. I'll have eight, yeah, because I can't eat the extra four because that'd be too much for me. Wow. That objection. <laughs> Mr. Gates is recognized to uh, explain his... Oh, I don't know where that came from, but uh, there you go. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. I'm hurting. <laughs> <laughs> she was not giving up. I don't want to be fat. I'm not going to eat 12 pieces. I'm not fat and gutty. Pizza, yeah. But I'll eat the whole pizza with eight pieces. <laughs> Well, yeah, eight pizzas is a lot is a lot smaller than than twelve somehow. Pizza math. Oh. So, uh, yeah, if if if, if, oh. if you didn't understand what he was saying and and totally got what she was saying, you're our people. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one, Dan Don. Yes, oh, I, I've man. heard it twice before, and it still just cracks me up. Boy, she is not giving up no. her side of the story. Period. That's it. And if that was acting, I, she had, she deserves the Academy Award because that was very, very bravo, good. Bravo. Bravo. Encore. <laughs> well, hey, uh, that's that about does it for us this week. We're glad you, glad you showed up and hung out with us. And uh, so I guess that's it. I guess we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, go to stayoffmylawn.us for archive shows or go to Google, Spotify, iHeart. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. All that <laughs> stuff. So. Bye, folks. Loved having you here. Well, we had fun and hope you did, too. The opinions heard here today are not those of anyone other than Mike and Richard. If it made you laugh or go, hmm, or even, huh, then we've done our job. Sort of. Mostly, anyway. And if we made you think about things in a common sense manner, we welcome you to the club. 
And if it didn't, then just stay off my lawn. See you next time. <laughs>